Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today from WOOD. That's Wood Radio in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The sun is shining. It's a gorgeous day here. Glenn's got a well-deserved little time off, and that means we're together. Uh, you can join the program at 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. I want to hear from you today. We'll wrap some phone calls. But what is wrong with Joe Biden? He was in our neck of the woods, in fact, earlier this weekend. And another day, uh, something strange, another event went down. You'll hear the latest after this on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. So there is a great service out there. It is called VidAngel. It allows you to skip unacceptable stuff in movies and TV shows. And you know what I mean when I say unacceptable. The blood, the gore, the salty language, the risque, Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me moments? Well, that's where VidAngel gets in. You get to watch the show or the movie you want, but you can filter out all the stuff you don't want, and you decide where that line is. VidAngel is so easy to set up that anyone can do it. It's a piece of cake. You just go to vidangelbeck.com, you sign up, you connect your streaming services, you set your filters, and that's it. You've just made a movie a lot friendlier. You can watch all those movies that you've wanted to watch, edited really by you through VidAngel. If you go to vidangelbeck.com today, you enter the promo code Beck at checkout, you're going to get 50% off your first three months. Don't worry, though. You can cancel at any time. Just go say yes to your kids with VidAngel. I am a bit confused. And actually, it's it's not just me. It's everyone else trying to understand the words of the leader of the free world. Um, he's just getting hammered on foreign uh, by foreign uh, media right now. Not not here in the States, but people asking serious questions about what is wrong with Joe Biden. And it, I think it's I think it's kind of clear. He was in uh, Michigan earlier uh, this weekend. In fact, celebrating. They say the uh, the the victories of uh, some of the COVID restrictions being lifted. I thought to myself, what well, isn't that interesting that he was with someone who actually implemented those restrictions? Well, our governor you know, he, he toured different places and tra- and the beautiful picturesque Traverse City Michigan it's absolutely it's beautiful it's gorgeous cherry capital of the world and uh, if you've never been I, I highly recommend it one of our favorite places to go a little up north as we say here in uh, Michigan but it's a fantastic spot and the water there is crystal clear it's it's like a postcard and it's it's fresh water 
but it looks like you know some tropical uh you know the blue water is just amazing just just like you would see in some sort of tropical destination but it's it's our piece or a little slice of paradise up here one of the things you do you go to town you just stop into the various shops you grab some ice cream maybe check out some get some cherries things of that nature you enjoy you make yourself a tourist even in those in those places and that's part of what he did yesterday and in this particular clip, you're going to hear the president pressed by one member of, uh, of the press about cyber attacks that happened on Friday. Hundreds of companies right before the holiday attacked. Very serious issue. And we've seen this happen numerous times. This off the heels of the, uh, well, the meeting that the president had with, with Putin. Or it, 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 we were told that. He was going to have a conversation with him, and things were going to be straightened out, right? Oh, this is all about that and whether or not the Russians were involved. And I can't make out what he's saying. Sure. (laughs) The reporter asked him, can I ask you a question? He's checking out, having a conversation with the cashier. He looks at the reporter as if he's dazed at first. She said, can I ask you a question? Well, she already did, but nothing beside that. Uh, he looks at her dazed and then eventually realizes what she says. You can see the processing taking place, and then he says, sure. Answer. Yeah. Uh, with the most recent hack by the Russians, would you say that this, this means We're that... not sure it's the Russians. Okay. With I the spot most... gun okay. I got a brief on the, as I was on the plane. That's why I was late getting off the plane. I got a brief, and... Uh, This is this is this is like dead. He he kind of like it's like dead air, just kind of pauses, and then the 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 uh, the, the goes on to maybe. Well, did I try and think about this, and then they're trying to check him out. So they ask some more questions, gathering some of his stuff together. Do you like your receipt? Uh, I'll be in better shape to talk to you about it. He says, I'll be in better shape to talk to you about it. He's going to say, like, later on. But he then reaches into his coat pocket to pull out his cheat sheet. To see if he's got an answer on there for. This is a... This is a vast contrast between the present and previous president. Looking at his cheat sheet, can't find anything. I'll tell you what they sent me. Okay. Uh, that, uh, Hang on. Let me look it up. The idea, first of all, we're not sure who it is for certain. Number one. And what I did, I directed the full resources of the, of the government to assist in a response if we determine. What else you need? Oh, nothing. You're all set. Okay. And. Um, uh, the fact is that uh, I directed the intelligence community to give me a, a deep dive on what's happened, and I'll know better uh, tomorrow. And if it is, uh, either with the knowledge of and or a consequence of Russia, then I told Putin we will respond. And, uh, you didn't but, tell him already, sir? No, no, I haven't called because we're not, we're not certain 
the initial thinking was it was not the Russian government. Um, but we're not sure yet. So. There we there we have it. That's the leader of the free world. The man with the codes to the nuclear football. And it's easy to laugh at this kind of thing, but at the end of the day, the truth is, I mean, it's very serious. I pray for that guy. And, and folks in the media, in, in the foreign media, have no, they have taken notice. He's being mocked uh, uh, for this online. Uh, the, 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 the media here in, in America, not so much. In fact, that's what happens when, when, you, when you ask this president without a teleprompter. He barely had his, and thank goodness he had his cheat sheet for that. His little card he pulled out of his pocket. But that's what happens when he's without a teleprompter and he's asking. Now, that is a friendly reporter who just wanted a simple bit of information on that story. Probably for a story that that person is working on. That's the toughest, and that's as tough as it gets for him. But we've seen him explode in, at reporters uh, recently. This is a this is a big deal. A problem when he's not asked, you know, the kind of questions that they probably should have stuck to when he was visiting the, visiting the picturesque Traverse City here in Michigan. Questions about ice cream. Mr. President, what kind of ice cream is that? What's your favorite kind of ice cream? Oh, he loves to talk about that. That he doesn't need a cheat sheet for. <laughs> now, in all fairness, I wouldn't either. You know, if you saw me, you probably know I'm, I'm just as much a fan of uh, ice cream as, as Biden is. But here's the video of him. Like a couple of months back in Cleveland being asked after a visit there, what kind of ice cream he was eating and and how enthusiastic he was to answer that question. Mr. President, what did you order? Chocolate, chocolate chip. Oh, <laughs> chip. What is your message to Republicans who are prepared to block the January 6th commission? Eat some chocolate, chocolate yeah, chip. Yeah, he's so much Wow, wow, there you go. So then he goes on to answer that question and uh, boy, he just loves that chocolate, chocolate chip, but I, who can blame him? It's, it's a delicious flavor Ice cream in itself, I don't know. I don't know if you can go wrong. But it does make, it sort of uh, makes that point. And the question is, when we continue to see this footage, what is wrong with Biden? I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. Constantly whispering? I mean, it's really strange. Making the certain, and then yeah, going from whispering to yelling. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Yeah, I remember that. That was the famous, the famous true international to pressures speech of uh, of Biden. He wrote the bill. Yeah. On the environment. He wrote. He wrote the bill. He wrote it on the environment. Barack and I think it's a right for people that bad and kept there. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't realize and recognize it's a right to batter to dirt, whatever that was? 120 days. Give me a break. 120 days. Give the man. Give the man a break and a scoop of his favorite chocolate chocolate chip. <laughs> it's the best. 
Oh, after a long day on the campaign trail and the business of this country, that's what the leader of the free world settles down to. A little chuck it, chuck a chip. Mm, mm, mm. He's not the only one in the administration now. Uh, Jen Psaki is, uh, is constantly being called out. I don't know if you, you caught this. Uh, the 4th of July, they put out some really interesting t- statistics about, well, the cost of things and the cost of your 4th of July celebration. They wanted to make the point that the, uh, well, this administration's economy is improving, although I, I think you and I probably can, can tell a difference because when you go... When you go to, to pay for, oh, I don't know, gas at the pump, you see a difference. The, the cost of everything, inflation is through the roof. But there's one thing they found. There's one thing they found that has gone down. And that is what she shares next. Quick break. We'll be back right after this and grab your calls to a 888727 back. That's 888-727-BECK. Saving money has never been more important. We all have to make sure our financial house is in order, especially at times like these. But what more can you do to add money to your budget? How about you refinance your mortgage? A viable solution that may save you up to $1,000 a month. Here's how it works. You call American Financing, the mortgage consultants, for a free mortgage review. No obligation, no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Just a simple conversation around which loan program may be a better fit. Because the rates have never been this low, the chances are you're going to benefit and you could lower your monthly payments and you could in the long run save tens of thousands of dollars all without starting your term over so don't put it off any longer make the call right now do your homework and see how much you can save you might even be able to postpone two mortgage payments call 800-906-2440 that's 800-906-2440 or visit americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 you can get a hold of me anytime uh, if you can't get through on the phone lines at 888-727-BECK you can send me a message just go to justinbarclay.com justinbarclay b-a-r-c-l-a-y dot com justin barkley filling in for glenn today on the glenn Beck program jen Plasaki defending her statement when she's called out by Peter Ducey, who, thank God, thank God Peter Ducey is there in the, in the briefing room to ask these questions, because it's exactly what you and I are thinking. Okay, on another subject, the official White House account tweeted yesterday, the cost of a 4th of July cookout is down 16 cents from last year. 16 cents? There, there has been a reduction in some of the costs of key components of the 4th of July, 4th of July barbecue. I think it was hot dogs, in fact. I think that is what I read. It was a hot dog that is 16 cents cheaper. And that is what we're supposed to throw a parade over, apparently, according to the Biden administration. That was what the tweet was noting. So does the White House think that 16 cents off a barbecue has more of an impact on people's lives than gas being a dollar more this time 
but this yeah. I would say if you here. don't like hot dogs, you may not care of the reduction of cost. Yeah, you don't oh, have to like hot dogs. Yeah. But a, hot dog for I, I, a reduction like a of, of I will say that oh. what we are most focused on is the fact that we've created now more than three million jobs since the president took office. Oh, That's what sure we're focused on. I'm continuing to implement additional uh, components of his economic build back better agenda. Go yeah, ahead. Let's just circle back some fireworks there in the briefing room. But Peter's got the great point. I I talked about this uh, like a week ago. I was, I, you know, so so your so your your picnic, your barbecue is sixteen cents cheaper, but it costs you an arm and a leg to get there with the gas. This is not a uh, a win win. I'm still in the red. I'm not in the black here. So it's not just the president. It, it is it is other folks around him. That oftentimes don't make sense. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK, Chris in Florida on the Glenn Beck program. Appreciate you being here with us today, Chris. Hi, thank you. Oh, we lost Chris. I think that's a conspiracy. I really do. I just saw on the screen what he wanted to say, and I am convinced now, I still have my tinfoil hat on from earlier, but I am... Hang on. Let me straighten it. Straighten it out. I'm convinced that we lost him because somebody didn't want that call getting on the air. I, I'm going to tell you. So I saw the... And I'll just tell you what it was. Because I think it's a good point. And Chris, if you're listening, you can call back. I'll, I'll allow you, if we have time to get you back in, I'll squeeze you back in. For the free state of Florida, no, nevertheless. But Chris was making the point about the 25th Amendment. And, you know, we heard so much about this with the last, with the previous president. W- w- why, why nothing now? I mean, there were whole reports and pieces and all these things that were done. Uh, that, we're, that we're talking about, what well, is Trump fit for office? Uh, he is unfit. Uh, it appears that he's under. There are people in the cabinet that are contemplating. Holy cow. Oh, we got Chris back. Let's take him while we can. Chris, before they Thank try, you. I don't know Thank who you. they are, but before they try to take you off the air again, we got to get you back in. What did you want to say, buddy? Uh, the 25th uh, amendment that uh, allows the cabinet or somebody to get the president out of office if he's unable to do his job. Uh, that was pushed by Pelosi back in the last administration. She said, it's not for Trump, it's for future presidents. And I think that it might be interesting right now if Republicans push that issue with the schism, the uh, the rift that's between the Kamala Harris office and the Joe Biden office. And we say, Joe Biden is obviously not fit to be president. Let's get somebody else in there. And they would be like, well, we don't want Kamala in there. Let's just not be I'll be crazy about this. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Hey, you remember the movie Dumb and Dumber, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, this 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 scenario is like worse and worser because uh, you got who do you have in in line here? What well, you have uh, Kamala, who is yeah. right after the president. Uh, should he be uh, labeled incapacitated? <laughs> and then, uh, well, w- with, if something were to happen with her or, or let's say she was, I, I don't know, unfit or I, I'm I'm just imagining. Then well, I've the, got a question the next, about that. Once, 
once the uh, once Biden would be removed, wouldn't there be an appointment for the vice president who would then be second in line again? Oh. We're not looking at going oh. down the line. I don't know. So who who can we put? Who you're thinking maybe there's somebody judge? better? Because because I I don't know about you, Chris, but I don't think Biden's running the show as it is. Absolutely not. So so. I, I think they literally give him a schedule and say, here's where we're going out, and then they give him his cheat sheet. If Okay, Joe, if they ask you about any of these things, pull out your cheat sheet. You know what to say. Uh, and as unfortunate as it is, I mean, I just think that's the reality. And uh, and, 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 and with Connelly in there, I, God only knows what we would say. But you think at least, what you're saying, if I understand this correctly, is that you think at least, hey, this might be a, a good strategy <laughs> by the by the Republicans to sort of gum up the works and maybe cause some division with the administration and what's happening Absolutely. there. Maybe Drive in the wedge. Yeah. Okay. Well, a little bit of their own medicine is what you're saying here. That's where the now, Republicans, I think, and conservatives in general are so bad at fighting back. <laughs> because we're generally was, nice people. Yeah. That was my next question. My next question is just, do you think we have it in us? <laughs> no, I don't. Honestly. Yeah. There are like three people who might, I, I would say, could do it. We are we are sort of above, and we like you know we like to fly above that uh, the fray there. And uh, yeah, great points, Chris. Uh, thanks for calling in. I, I really do. I think... Uh, and we that's why we don't fight fire with fire. That's why we don't fight back in some of these situations. I, I will say, though, in the in the previous president, Trump, you had a president who would fight back or stand back. Now, I don't know how much fighting could do with with some of the folks within buried within that administration that would try to gum up the works with him. But there's another person on the scene in from Chris's state of Florida who also seems to be fighting back. Governor Ron DeSantis. We got a couple of people. That are uh, that are out there. At least the fight is on. Uh, speaking of which, we're going to talk about that fight that continues and how you can fight back by joining us, standing together. When we come back, this is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, so summer has arrived, and with it comes all of those amazing summer holidays. And with things finally starting to return to normal in this country. I'll bet you're looking to spend those holidays with friends and family, cooking up some good food in the backyard while the kids go running and screaming around the yard. Let me take your grilling game and knock it up one level. If you haven't already, I want you to go online and check out Rectech. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes, and it does it with smart grill technology, which means that it maintains perfect temperature the whole time. And that means you don't burn anything like I have time or two or every time until i got a rec tech it's sleek it's sturdy the thing is built out of solid stainless steel it's a tank it'll be the last grill you buy ab compare the rec tech to the competition you'll see what i'm talking about r-e-c-t-e-q.com that's rectech.com r-e-c-t-e-q.com doing our part to keep free speech alive there's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. People are fighting back. They are standing up. I mean, even when it seems like all may be lost, uh, it's hopeless at times. There is some good news. You know, it's uh, one of the things I talk about... Um, 
in my book, Good News, that there are things happening in in the world, I think, that are worth celebrating. And we ought to do that more often. You're not going to hear it in the headlines and nightly news. You're not going to see it from the usual suspects. But when we see it, we ought to make sure that we share those things. And we definitely tell those stories with each other and together. There's one such video I wanted to share with you. This comes from a, a dad in Arizona who's gone to a school board meeting. First of all, I congratulate him for that. Parents, you've got to go to school board meetings. We've got to be engaged civically. We've got to be engaged in our kids in their education. If you're going to send them to public school, especially, we've got to be engaged in that process to let these people know that we're watching, that we're going to be a part of it, that we're actively participating. This man is speaking up, and it's also what he says from his perspective as a black man, a father, what he says about what they're teaching, the critical race theory, and the divisive things that they're teaching in schools. Take a listen. From Chandler. Thank you. Uh, I'm not part of any group. I just came here because my kids are 8, 10, and 12. And um, we, we start to experience things as far as um, Black History Month. Um, my kids will, be, will come home and they will be afraid. And I, I would always ask them what was going on, and then I start realizing that they were teaching stuff. They taught my kids about slavery, and then civil rights, and nothing in between. And now you got C C R T, and I ask you guys not to burden my kids with something that's going to hold them back. Thirty seconds. Um, I don't really give them, teach them all the history, because I want them to soar as big as they can be without the burden of someone saying, "Well, you're oppressed," or. Uh, I'm being nice to you is why you're succeeding. I want my kids to just thrive and continue to be kids and grow as much as they possibly can. So I ask you guys, um, just take a look at what you're doing and what, what's the future going to hold for the kids that's experiencing all this right now. So that's pretty much all I have to say. The father making a plea at a school board meeting. It may not seem like he's doing anything you know, too grand. It may not seem like he's he is uh, wielding a sword and and uh, and uh, just completed a, a a a battle and and come out victoriously. But I I I applaud that man because he's done what a, a lot of folks more and more are doing every day, and we ought to consider doing ourselves, whether you got kids or not. If you're a taxpayer, you live in a the area that you live in, you know, you're, a lot of times your home values are even tied to the schools. Like where we live, we it's a great school system. Their home values are tied to that. You're paying taxes on it, etc. So you ought to have some input. Especially in that system. Another place where they're seeing right now critical race theory and divisiveness sort of rearing its ugly head is a place that is very concerning. In fact, that's the military. Joining us to talk a little bit about that, uh, author Adam Davis, good friend of mine. He's written several books, multiple on, on, on uh, different topics, but they all really revolve around the same theme. He's a retired police officer, uh, it, supporting those folks who go out and serve for us, whether it's uh, in the uh, line of duty on the, the, the call uh, uh, here on our streets or in battlefields 
uh, all throughout the world. Uh, Adam, appreciate you being here with us today. How are you? Justin, always an honor to speak with you, my friend, and uh, doing well, doing well here in South Alabama, down in Dothan, Alabama, and wonderful to uh, to be able to speak with you again on such an important matter. So the, recently the military is is now going through this woke process, and it's, it's something that a lot of folks, as we're watching it, very concerning, because you think about this and you think, wow, if, if, the, if this falls, I mean, some of the... The, the real last havens in, in, uh, in, in government and service and is our military. You've got patriots there that, that are conservative, that are traditional. Uh, they might call them extremists now, but I think the, the real extremists are the ones who are, are the Marxists, who are trying to drive a wedge and drive this ideology into places that it doesn't belong, like the military. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing you have to realize, and I think we are uh, more and more people are realizing it now, is that for the true extremists, which are the liberal, the woke crowd, if you want to, whatever you want to label them as, the ones that want to destroy the very foundation, the fundamental truths of our nation, there is nothing sacred to them. Not our constitution, not our way of life, not our, not the, the military, the church, the school system. They want to attack the very core of who we are. And uh, there's no place for such divisive teaching in the military. Uh, like you know, law enforcement, you have to move as one. You have to be united. And uh, they want to divide every facet of America so that they can conquer America with their socialist and Marxist ideas, where their communist propaganda. They want to destroy America and turn it into what they want. They want to make you a slave to their rule. That's what they want. And this is just part of their strategy. And it has and to be stopped immediately. It's, it's happening in the military. You're also seeing it in... Uh with the uh, police officers and I know you serve uh you served as a police officer but now you serve police officers and you serve uh first responders uh in and folks in the military as well as an author you you write books a lot of times devotionals these are these are things that are that are directly serving the souls of these of these folks um who who probably need it um more than any of us these days uh, they, they're constantly under attack but you see in the same the same thing that we're seeing now in the military been happening with police um and police departments all across the country all across the country heard last year about defunding the police and now we're starting to yeah. see even some of those places where they they tried that it didn't it didn't work too well and of course they're having the backtrack on that but it can't be easy to serve in the line of duty these days no, well, you know, the fact is that they want to erase truth and they want to redefine truth, but you can't redefine what the truth is. And we have to go back to the basics of who we are as a country. Um, yes, you can believe differently. You, in fact, you can speak things that, that are against what I believe, but that's the beauty of America is that you can you can have a different belief and without being persecuted but the people who are behind this critical race theory and behind defund the police and all these divisive movements they don't believe the same way they want to silence and censor the people who speak the truth they want to silence the conservative movement and label us extremists and the only way that we can see america grow and continue to be a country uh, a land of liberty and freedom is where we all have the freedom and liberty to speak and speak truth and silence those who want to divide America. Hmm. Well, you know, we've talked about this uh, earlier today, but why do you, why, why are they trying to divide and not just 
each of us. And I don't, yeah. by the way, I don't think it's working. I don't think Americans are as no. divided as they want us to believe. But why? That's right. That's why right. is that their goal? Why? Why are they trying to do this? You can't defeat a united front. It, it doesn't matter if there's three people or 30 million or 300 million. If, if an enemy of 1 billion comes against 300 million, uh, but that 300 million is united and arms locked shoulder to shoulder, that's why military and law enforcement operations are so successful. They move as one, the united. They have one mission. They move as one body. Uh, you, you think about marriages, marriages that are uh, where the couples are on different terms where they're on different pages where they're not united they face conflict they fall apart if they're united as one in every aspect they're more successful in everything unity is the beautiful joy it is it is truly the greatest thing of all when you're looking at a country when you're looking at a family when you're looking at a business you need to be united an opponent cannot come from the outside and take down a united front no matter how many number how many how much they're outnumbered so you see the you see foreign uh, interference. You see foreign uh, adversaries. They love the division that they see coming from the media in the United States because they see us as an easy target. It is all an attack to divide America, to to further their propaganda, uh, to take down Christian ideals, uh, to take down the Christian fundam- uh, fundamentals, the foundation of who we are. Uh, to redefine, to uh, fundamentally reshape America, they want to further the communist propaganda, the Marxist movement. They want to, they want everything to go their way, or it's not the right way at all. This isn't about liberty and freedom for them. This is about uh, taking over and conquering America. Adam Davis, uh, author of several books. By the way, we'll we'll tell you about those coming up in a second. But what, as you're serving those who are in service to others, what are you hearing from whether it's military or? police or what are you hearing what they're facing some of the issues they're facing on a daily basis you know law enforcement one of the biggest things is you see uh these just absolute idiots calling for defunding police and that's that's all you can label it because they think that they're hurting police and they are but the people that are hurting are themselves so defund the police that's the one of the biggest things but you know what the beauty of it all is through all of this you don't hear about this on the news and i, I know you talk about this we don't hear the good news you don't hear that over 70 percent of americans trust and support law enforcement you don't hear mm-hmm. the good things that are happening and the people who let them know they appreciate them and support them so out of all of these cries that get media attention for defund the police the vast majority of Americans support and love law enforcement, support first responders, and love the military. And we got to get back to where we highlight that more than we highlight the idiots. Take the microphone away from the people who hate America and give it to the ones who love our country. You know, it's an interesting stat. You just said over 70% support the police, yeah. uh, 70% of Americans. So we just had that, that study. And in, in fact, it's in my book, uh, Good News, that the U.S. ranks last among 46 countries in trust and media. Reuters reporting that, that that trust level is is down the lowest uh, of all the countries, but down the lowest it's been uh, ever in the history. And I think when you compare those two numbers, uh, wow, it's it's easy to see who Americans trust and, and why, and, and probably because of their track record. 
and and who they are. I mean, we we can be a, a judge of that fairly easily. Adam Davis, you can uh, you, people can go grab your book uh, today if they'd like to. What let, you've got a couple though. So so quickly, uh, let's let's run through them. Theadamdavis.com is the website, but you've got a couple of different books because I know we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of September 11th, and I know Americans haven't forgotten. I've seen the way we celebrated over this weekend. You may want to give a, a, a copy to uh, someone that that you know that you love that serving, whether it's a police, fire, uh, some sort of EMT or a frontliner or somebody who is uh, in the military, what what would you recommend? You know what? For, for first, well, specifically law enforcement, we've got Behind the Badge, which is by far the best-selling book I have out. Behind the Badge is 365 Daily Devotions for Law Enforcement. And we have one for military and first responders on spiritual combat, a co-authored with Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Uh, it is the absolute essential uh, handbook that you need to understand the source of everything you see going on in the world today. And then the latest book I co-authored with a force recon Marine named Chad Roba show called Behind the Lines. It's 365 daily challenges for military personnel. Uh, but we also have Bulletproof Marriage, 90-day devotion for military and first responder married couples. I co-authored that with Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. Of course, you can find all this on my website, theadamdavis.com. And would always love to hear from your listeners and connect with them in the future. Uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate your work, and uh, thank you for serving those who are uh, her serving others. Adam Davis. Oh, absolutely. God bless. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. You too, you brother. got it. Quick break. We're back after this. Justin Barkley filling in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. In a world that's lost its way, lost respect for logic, law and order, who can you count on? Well, AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, now over 2 million members strong and growing. AMAC believes in the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. AMAC represents courage, faith, and reason in these trying times. They stand for national solvency at a time of runaway debt, national security. With a full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against against the radical left's push towards socialism. That's why now more than ever, it's time to join AMAC. Beyond advocacy, AMAC membership gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts that will save you money. And you'll also get AMAC's great bi-monthly magazine. So join AMAC today. Benefits are great, but the cause is greater. Join now at amac.us Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. AMAC, it's better. Better for you, better for America. Wow, what a day, what a weekend. I just uh, want to say thank you. This has uh, got to be uh, the greatest audience in radio. Um, the Glenn's audience and uh, the folks that are always calling in and sending messages. Uh, it, it just always a pleasure. Some of the smartest folks, uh, I think, that, that listen to radio. It's always a, a, a privilege and a, uh, and a a blessing to be here with you. I want to tell you, too, I appreciate you and your prayers. You know, Glenn asked this audience to pray for my daughter and folks did when she was born three months early my wife's water broke back in December of last year she was born at two pounds six ounces 
And I want you to know that your prayers worked. They all did. She's bigger and stronger every day. There's absolutely nothing wrong with her. She's just perfect. She's like 15 pounds now. And she's got the brightest smile that just lights up my heart every day. And I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for what you've done. Um, I'll never forget it. I'd love to stay in touch. You can go to my website, justinbarclay.com. I got a good newsletter. I send out emails. It's good news. The things you may not hear uh, sometimes when it comes to well, the nightly news and the, the usual suspects. Go to justinbarclay.com. That's Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y dot com to get the good news. And say hi while you're there. Reach out. That's it for me. It's a privilege. As always, God bless you, America. Until next time. This is the Glenn Beck Program.